Hi everyone, this is Spiritual Jada from the Wicked Wisdom Podcast Show. I hope everyone is well, seriously, especially with this coronavirus. It's deadly, but I just wanted to do a show like when I first started without any guests. It's been a while since I've done one. A lot of my viewers were excited about me now interviewing celebrities, but they're still requesting podcast shows just from me. So I'm in the process of figuring out a schedule now to interview celebrities and still host solo shows to talk about prevalent topics. It's been a like uh, it's been a struggle all year with time management because I still work a nine to five job. I'm a mom with two daughters. I'm an author, a blogger, a podcast show or host. <clears throat> excuse me, an activist, uh, a social media influencer. Oh my goodness. And that's not even including my personal life. <laughs> so I can imagine a lot of people trying to forget what's going on personally and in the world to still try to keep a level head and keep moving forward without showing emotions or being affected. You know, <laughs> for example, I'm living proof. You know, I believe everyone, including celebrities, are going through some form of hardship due to the shutdown of the world and this deadly coronavirus, you know, but this shall pass. I've always been on a positive level of thinking. It's the only way of life. You know what they say. Things have a way of working themselves out. If we just remain positive, I live by that. It's my motive. And you have to put God first. Well, enough about that right now. Um, Let's talk about how difficult it has been for the black community. This will always be a topic in my book, especially uh, unity. But anyway, even before all the protests with black people uh, that has been started, black people always had like far less trust in police, which is basically fueled by tension, fear, The tension lies in the unpredictability in knowing, you know, that any interaction with police or any, you know, just being on a one-on-one dealing with them um, can quickly escalate into an unfair, traumatic, or even life-ending event, especially with all the deaths, for example, Freddie uh, Gray, Breonna Taylor, Mike Brown, George Floyd, Sandra Bland, Eric uh, Gardner, Alton Sterling. Um, that's just to name a few because the list goes on and is being updated every day with new cases. And in this, in this type of moment that we're in, um, we cannot be silent anymore, you know? And that's why I continuously talk about this. I mean, there are so many things, other things, like the racial wealth wealth gap that continues to grow, okay? Since the Great Depression. Well, excuse me, the Great Recession. Because <clears throat> there was so many events in America You'll be crazy. You know, it takes forever to just research all of this stuff. But anyway, um, rental housing discrimination, redlining, mass incarceration. Oh, how can we forget? Access to quality health care. 
higher rates of homelessness. And in what? Like, it's so many things. Like, I'm just trying to, like, just run them down in my brain, you know, Um, inadequate education. I mean, the list goes on, you know, for this as well. I'm basically in the process of doing long periods of research so I can find the answer to end this. We had enough of our generations in this mess. But like I always say, the first step is unity. Okay? Excuse me. So I decided to um, change the name of my podcast show from Words of Wisdom to Wicked Wisdom. Because the first name was too common. And Wicked sounded so much exciting. (laughs) So I don't know. I just decided to change it. So I just wanted to update people that, cause um, with that, because I know a lot of people was like, wait a minute, it was like words of wisdom, now it's wicked of wisdom. So you know, just want to let people know that yes, I did change the name. It's gonna be a lot of updates coming up. Um, so I just want to switch gears a little bit. So, oh my god, oh my gosh, sorry. I just want to talk about like the movie, Judas and the Black Messiah, starring Daniel. Kalua, I hope I'm saying his last name right, and Lakeitha, um, Lakeith Stanfield. The release date was February, I believe February 12th, uh, 2021. And this movie is basically an autobiography. I don't know if it's an autobiography, but that's what they've been saying in the research. But I just feel like It's a little bit like that because autobiography is usually a little bit different, you know, but whatever. This is what they've been going around saying. Um, But the film is about the portrayal of Fred Hampton, a chairman of the Illinois chapter of the Black Panther Party in the late 1960s in Chicago at the hands of William O'Neill, an FBI informant. So far, the film has earned six nominations at the 93rd Academy Awards, including Best Picture, and with Daniel and Lakeith both being nominated for uh, Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, and Daniel, for his performance, won the Best Supporting Actor of, I think he won it at the Golden Globes, Critic uh, Choice Award, Screen Actors Guild Awards, and was nominated at the British Film Awards. <clears throat> Excuse me. So if people hear me like breathing hard in the background or like out of breath and stuff, I talk fast and I have asthma and like the weather's been like changing so much in New York City. Like yesterday was just almost 70. <laughs> and today it's like going down to like the late 30s so you know you have to be careful in April especially on the east coast because it could snow in April okay (sighs) but anyway yeah I just wanted to talk about this movie because I believe it was a powerful film it gives you some you know insight of how the Black Panther Party operated in Chicago and the struggles that it took to organize, you know, that movement. Also, it also what it gave insight to uh, was actually how the police department and the FBI was so dominated and how they was dominating the streets and black people, you know, it's just it was just awful. But what also amazed me 
was the different types of programs that Black Panther had decided, you know, to create. They created so many programs, um, like the breakfast uh, program. I'm pretty sure a lot of people should know about that. That's pretty common. Free uh, breakfast for school children. The free clinics, uh, they were called People Free Medical Centers, and they were in about 13 cities. And then they also had the Sickle Cell Anemia Research Foundation. They had like a shoe program, a clothes program, free busing to um, prisons. So that was a program too. They also had um, another program. It was called Seniors Against Fearful Environment, which basically provided free transportation and escort service for senior citizens. And I believe it was called Safe Program. They had free pest control, uh, WIC, um, free child development. Man, they had so much things. They also had uh, free liberation schools, free music, dance programs, um, after-school programs, low-income course, housing, free legal services. The list goes on. And it just mind boggles me because I'm like, a lot of these things, we still have access to it that's free. But nobody tells us that these people actually, you know, the Black Panther actually created it. But once you watch the movie, you will definitely know why there's no way they would tell us this. We would have to find this out on our own. Okay. But um, what really... To me, what was outstanding was that Fred Hampton, he was very exceptional. Like, at 10 years old, he started hosting weekend uh, breakfast for, like, other children from his neighborhood. And he even was an active protesters for all kind of black struggles. Um, he also had, like, a passion for um, Basically, listening to Malcolm X, Marcus Garvey, teachings by 18. Shoot, he was already um, an active member with the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. But I don't want to get into too much detail because, you know me, I get a little excited and stuff. Um, So I'm not going to get into too much detail because Judas and the Black Messiah... um, it's a must-see movie. I've seen it twice. It was worth the price. That rhymes, right? But, um, yeah. So, but like I always say, it's about unification, unity. Now, I want to switch gears a little bit real quick. I want to give my condolence uh, to rest, you know, rest in peace to DMX. Um, this is truly sad. Like, I just really wanted to talk about it. Like, we really lost a real one, a legend. Like... He's at peace now. I I'm I was actually listening to like all my favorite uh DMS DMX songs like and it just brought me back to like memories, you know what I mean? It brought me back to like 1999, 2000, 2001. These were some great times, you know, of my life. I was in high school and DMX had the rawest the rawest hits like you know he talked about real stuff that you could relate to and he also had a -a one-of-a-kind you know voice you know he would definitely be missed um you know 
But I do want to mention my feelings about how people are acting. Like, you know, like I've seen a lot of people have love for DMX. But then you have the trolls and the other crap that people are bringing up, especially about his troubled past. Like, he, you know, he he's passed away. Like, you know, it's like, it's crazy. Like, have some freaking compassion. We all have things that trouble us. It's called life. And life doesn't come with instructions. If it did, you know, we would have it all figured out, you know? So... People just, you know, if you don't have nothing nice to say, just stay quiet. (laughs) It's 100% free. It doesn't cost you a dime, (laughs) literally. Um, So rest easy, DMX. I want to give my love out to him. Um, Also, I found out Black Rob died. Uh, If a lot of people don't know about this rapper, he came out with like a smashing hit. It was called Whoa. We do it like, whoa. He just, it was just like, you just have to look it up. But he was pretty good, too. He had a a pretty good, like, timeline of a whole bunch of different songs. It's just messed up how, like, now that I'm getting a little older, like, these stars is passing away that we grew up with. So I just want to give my condolence to his family and everything like that, you know? So, I'm about to switch gears again. (laughs) So, I just want to give a shout out to all my listeners in California, New York, you already, Texas, Illinois, mainly Chicago, um, Washington, United Kingdom, Canada, France, Brazil, the Philippines. I mean, like, I just want to show all my love. Like, I really do. Like... Um, it seems like I've been getting a lot of shout outs from these particular states and countries. And, you know, I just want to thank you for being faithful. I mean, I wouldn't be here without (laughs) y'all. So, um, I also want to mention too, uh, the guy who sat, well, basically, well, you might as well say that he sat on George Floyd, but, um, Basically, he kneeled on George, George Floyd's uh, neck for about nine minutes, I believe. Yeah, it's nine minutes and 24 se- seconds, if I'm not mistaken. And um, he was found guilty yesterday. And, you know, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That's all I have to say. Like, you know, we need to start holding these police accountable. Like, I have police officers in my family that's detectives. And a lot of the stuff that we see on TV as far as, like, these police officers, they're committing these type of foul acts. My family members, the ones that are in... um the police force they like that's something I would never do like it's like automatic like it's like second nature they know not to do that just like the other boy um uh how can I forget his name Dante I believe Dante Wright yeah uh this was what probably about five to ten miles from where George Floyd uh died at this was about last week I believe he was 20 years old new father um, he had a, a good, well, well-defamed family, uh, and basically he got stopped at a traffic stop, 
And uh, I think it was for like a suspended registration, something light, you know, it wasn't even something that was major. And they, you know, of course, police is aggressive. He's a black male. So unfortunately, things went left and um, they were trying to arrest him because I guess once they ran his, uh, I guess his name and everything, they had found out that he had a like a minor misdemeanor, a misdemeanor, a misdemeanor, no matter what it is, if it's a misdemeanor, that is like a real lightweight charge, but a misdemeanor for like weed, like a bag of weed, like seriously. And I was like, really? Like, wow. Like, oh my goodness. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm losing like things to say. That's why I'm just like, because it keeps happening. And when I listen to Marcus Garvey, I listen to Fred Hampton. I listen to Malcolm X. I listen to all of those type of leaders that we had, even though a lot of people do say, oh, we have to do the peaceful approach. It's totally true that we do have to do the peaceful approach. But what do you do when you ran out of all these peaceful approaches and they keep happening? We need some action. And I'm not saying because I'm not for trying to do anything harm to nobody. That's not how I operate. I operate as coming together and moving as a unit. That's how I operate. But at the same token, some action does need to be it needs to be done because it's just like it's becoming a cycle. Like it's to the point where other black people that keep turning on their TV and they keep hearing about, oh, this black sister, this black brother, he died because of a police officer. People not caring no more because they get tired of it. They feel like, oh, you know what? I don't have any rights. Like I don't have those type of rights. Like when I'm around police, I can just be, you know, subjected to anything. Just like I was saying earlier when I first started speaking about the podcast show. Um, when I first started, you know, speaking on the podcast show, excuse me, you know, everybody who, you know, has been tuning in and who's been faithful on my show, you know, I start talking so fast and then, um, I get tongue tied. I think that's just a New York thing, (laughs) but, um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm tired of it. You know what I mean? I have two daughters. I'm scared too because my daughters, they're they're young. I have one daughter that's 19 years old. She's in college. Then I have another daughter that's about to enter into high school. She's 14. She just turned 14. So, you know, I'm nervous too. I pray every day and, you know, hope the best for my kids, you know, but it's, it's getting ridiculous now. Like, I mean, come on. Like, I couldn't even... Name everyone that has been black and who has died in police custody or who had some type of interaction with police. I I can't even, literally, like if I was to mention everybody's name, it probably would take up majority of the show. And that's sad. We have to do better. Like, we have to do better. People need to start coming together. I mean, times is not, times are real weird right now, you know, especially with the things that people are doing, especially family and friends. Like, it's just a lot going on, you know, but we really have to come together. That's the only way. Back in the olden days when they used to have Black Wall Street, uh, 
They had the movements down where Martha Luther King was at. Just to name a few. Like, the reason why they was able, able to overcome all of these obstacles was because they stuck together. It, it, it started with unity. That's the first step. Unity. Notice that. That uh, people started getting... Uh, you know, assaulted on the bus, black people. Oh, you know, a white person would come on the bus and if they wanted to, they could be like, oh, get up. And you could have been working from nine to nine. You would have to get up and go sit in the back of the bus. And black people was like, you know, why are we getting treated like that? And we still paying to get on the bus. So, you know, black dollars is a lot. So what they did was they got together and they started walking and having vans and picking people up. And the buses, guess what happened? Went out of business. They had to change the rules because they wasn't making no money. So people got to understand that's how it starts. That's the first step. Once we do that, that's it. And I don't care who don't like what I have to say. I'm for my people. I'm for everybody. Don't get it twisted. If I say, I don't care what nationality you are. If I'm walking down the street, something's happening, you need me to call police or whatever, like, I, I, I definitely will be attentive to you. I have a good heart. But at the same token, I'm tired of my people always going through all of these struggles and we keep going through them. If you look up, look at it, a lot of other races went through a lot of injusticeness, okay? But a lot of them receive reparations. When are we going to receive our reparations? We've been going through all kinds of stuff. They saying dated uh, 1619. And that's all from what we know. We don't know how long it's been going on before that. You understand? So we really need to step up and really come together because I'm tired of going through this. This has to stop. You know, it stops when we start coming together. And I'm not going to even mention that no more because I probably mentioned it like 50 million times, you know, but it's, it's really serious. Like if you do the, the research and you listen to the teachings and you really observe everything that's going on, that's the first step. So... <laughs> So I just wanted to let everybody know that. So um, it's going to be a lot of changes that I'm doing, a lot of projects. For all my uh, viewers who are constantly on my Instagram page, spiritual uh, underscore Jada, I know I've been missing action for probably like two months, but I was going through a few things in my life. And I always tell people like, you can't try to help people if your stuff is not right. So, you know, my stuff wasn't right. So I had to get right. And now I'm back. <laughs> so that's that's what's going on. So you will be seeing me post. Uh, I probably lost a lot of people. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm just happy that I have a whole gang of people that love to hear me talk. They, they really opening up their eyes and seeing the truth of the things that I'm posting and the things that I'm saying. I love it. I love it. You know? And I always give my blessings to Jada Pinkett Smith because she has always <laughs> seen the things that I've been posting, you know, and she's always been real rooted herself, you know, so that's a good thing, too. Um, 
So with that being said, you know, I just, a lot of projects is going to be sent out there. I'm going to be posting a lot. Um, and I'm going to figure this out. I'm definitely going to still interview celebrities. Um, and I'm still going to try to basically, you know, have shows, solo shows. So, so that way we can talk about these topics, see exactly what we need to do, you know, make the steps, make it come happen. I have a few other people that want to come, come on the show that are talking about certain groups that they're trying to create, especially with, you know, coming back with the unity. So that'll be cool too. I'll definitely be mentioning things about that in the next couple of shows. So just stay tuned um, to my new episode that will be upcoming in two weeks on a Sunday. Like the same thing that we've been doing for the last, what, two years? Um, yeah, so, you know, every every two weeks on a Sunday at 9 p.m. will usually be the, day, the time that you can go try to find the podcast show. I would say anywhere between 9 p.m. and 10 p.m. So, yeah. Um... So, in another two weeks, I'm definitely going to have another guest, Grace, uh, the Wicked Wisdom Podcast Show. (laughs) So, you know to follow me on all social medias, Twitter, Wicked Wisdom 7, Instagram, spiritual underscore Jada. And you can email me um, at spiritual.jada at gmail.com. You know, I love all the feedback. I love all the fan mail. I love all the suggestions. A couple of my episode titles came from a few of the viewers, so I'm very open to all my viewers. Um, So I just want to say many blessings, and I'll see you soon. Later.